the Ottoman Empire that you thought didn't exist anymore. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. Hey-o! Hey-o! Hey, that there? That's my brother, Mason, activated Charcoal Williams. And that there is my brother, Luke, a deer, a female deer. Luke, a drop of golden sun. Luke, a but name this was... I call myself. Luke, I... a long, long way to run. Luke, a needle-pulling um, thread. Luke, right. a note to follow so. Luke, a drink with jam and bread, and that will bring us back to Williams. You, f- you feel better you got the whole thing out? I do. Thank you for letting me finish it this time. All right, you going to do a new one next week? Maybe. Okay. You'll have to tune in to find out, dear listeners. Next week, I'm just going to be like, here's my brother, Mason, piece of shit, Williams, and I'm Luke, and we're going to invent it. <laughs> just steamroll you, right you, over. You could choose to do that. I literally cannot stop you. All right. So this is an invention podcast. It is. Mason and I, before your very ears, we are going to invent something brand new. And... This week, suggestion comes from Ryan. We are inventing... Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. We are inventing a new conspiracy theory, because, you know, there aren't enough of those. So let's... Okay. Let's let's do this So thing. I believe I've already mentioned a couple of my personal conspiracy theories uh, over the, the episodes of this podcast. Like the one where I uh, think that every hard drive comes striped from the factory with child porn so they can always have an excuse to arrest you. Uh, Or the fact that, you know, tires exist so that, you know, police can stop your vehicle. Is there a a more improvable thing than tires? Okay, let let me put it this way, okay? Let's say that I want, like, I'm okay with reduced you know efficiency i'm like i'm fine with having shittier mileage i just want to never have to deal with a flat tire ever again so i i would actually prefer mr auto mechanic can i buy some solid wheels and he's gonna look at you like you're from mars because no everyone has to drive on balloons Hmm. and you know why because they want to be able to stop your car with things such as a spike strip. It's, is That's it the, the same same idea for bicycles? Yeah. Hmm. Like try try and buy bicycle wheels or car wheels that aren't a balloon. You cannot purchase that. Sure, but you don't think that you know that that like the fact that it has a whole a, a whole lot of give to it is better than like a solid object that would dent and 
not be around. Okay, when you see someone by the side of the road having car trouble, like 50% of the time, what is it? It's a flat tire. Right. Would you not be willing to be, like, I'm not saying everybody, but there's presumably some percentage of the population that would be willing to sacrifice handling, that would be willing to sacrifice fuel efficiency, that would be willing to sacrifice a cushy ride for the peace of mind knowing that they are immune to flat tires. And yet, you go to any auto parts store, you cannot buy a solid wheel. And I'm willing to bet that if you made it yourself, it would not be street legal. I, I suspect that you're right. Now, you also don't think that there's not a a, a material that's that right balance of, of firm and, uh, and, you know, give relative overall. You don't think there's, uh, you know, is there something else not that... Not that would stand up to a spike strip, no. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, I definitely think that is a conspiracy theory that you have. So why, uh, why is it that, uh, why is it that the man makes us put tires on just to, just so that they can stop us if we try to get yeah, away? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's the same thing, uh, here is a very similar principle. Uh, I was talking with some people about, you know, guns down in the States, and they were saying, like, oh, you know, uh, sometimes that's just a normal thing down there, is people will be walking around with guns on. And I was like, oh, that seems so weird. If I was down there, I would buy a bulletproof vest, and I would just wear that everywhere. And they they all said, no, no, you can't do that. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean I can't do that? And it's like, oh, it would be illegal for you to walk around wearing a bulletproof vest because that means, like, you're up to no good. And it's like, more so than a gun? Like, I I can have the weapon that will allow me to kill people. I cannot wear a bulletproof vest that would save my life. And they were like, yeah, uh-huh. And I was like, what? what, what do you mean? And it's because... You gotta walk around. You are legally obligated to walk around in such a way that you cannot stop the powers that be from just shooting you dead. Hmm. It's okay to carry a gun that can kill people. It is not okay to walk around wearing armor so that you cannot be killed because the government is fine with you killing people. They are not fine with you being immune to bullets from the government. I mean, that makes sense that uh, they would want to keep it that way. I feel like, have they not developed a, a better weapon to, to you know, get around that? Like tasers and stuff? Yeah, like like kids. They're, they're doing this whole thing with kids uh, in the States now preparing them for shootings. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we got to do the drills. And we'll give you, like, bulletproof desks. We'll give you bulletproof backpacks. But who's giving bulletproof vests to the kids? No one. The kids do not get vests. You know why the kids don't get vests? Because they're not allowed to not be shot. That's disturbing stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I actually did a little bit of uh, research on what uh, what conspiracy theories tend to be. What they're... Oh, the man did research. And, Listen up, uh, people. It, it, yeah, wake up, sheeple, and let me tell you all about it. Please. Now... Yeah. It made sense to do that this time around because, I, you know, when I was breaking it down, I learned a thing or two. So, 
Um, Basically, I think this definition is relatively effective. Conspiracy theories and explanation. This is straight off the Wikipedia, so I'm I'm just lifting it straight from there. Conspiracy theory is an explanation of an event or a situation that invokes an unwarranted conspiracy, generally one involving an illegal or harmful act carried out by a government or other powerful actors. Conspiracy theories often produce hypotheses that contradict the prevailing understanding, and the term is often derogatory. Um, now. Yeah, because pointing out something as a conspiracy theory is a good way to get you lumped in with, like, the tinfoil hat crowd. Like, if I said, hey, you know, here's this perfectly reasonable thing. I think, like, the mayor embezzled some money for a bridge. And it was, like, a perfectly reasonable thing that one could accuse a mayor of doing. And then people were like, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Immediately, like, I'm discredited just because of the way those words are perceived by sheeple. Right. So, uh, conspiracy theories frequently are broken down into uh, one of three types and uh, and one of five sort of motivations. Okay? So, okay. uh, three types you tend to get. Uh, one is surrounding an event. So, uh, Kennedy assassination, 9-11, et I was just going to say, that's like one of the reasonable ones. Kennedy right. assassination. Well, it, it is definitely cited as one of the most uh, 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 accepted conspiracy theories, if you will, because it, it like there's so much conversation about it. Uh, yeah. And it's been around since... Ooh, I, I'm going to be bad about this. 60s? 50s? I'm going to say 60s, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, another type is a systemic conspiracy theory. This obviously is just a, a conspiratorial machinery uh, of a, a single evil organization. Uh, <laughs> frequently, uh, it's uh, uh, from a religious or political group uh, like Freemasons, Communists, or the Catholic Church. Um, yep. A third type is sort of a all-powerful super conspiracy that, you know, uh, a bunch of conspiracies can come together because of one big uh, power that is, you know, like sort of like an, an alien power or evil, you know. Right, right. That's where you get to your whole thing about reptilians that are somehow deceiving everybody about what shape the world is because that makes us easier to control for some reason. Right. Now, uh, so that's the three types as determined by this guy named Barkin. Uh, Jesse Walker has identified five general types of conspiracy theories, uh, which I'm going to say the motivations, okay? Uh, Follow the money. So uh, I I think that essentially is one of them, but let me get to it. Um, uh, One is the enemy outside. So that refers to figures alleged to be scheming against a community from outside of it. Uh, Filthy commies. Then there's the enemy within. So conspirators looking inside and indistinguishable from ordinary citizens. Yeah. Then there's the enemy above. uh, Powerful people uh, manipulating the events uh, overall. Uh, The enemy below. So featuring you know, the lower classes working to overturn the social order. And okay. the fifth one is similar to the the third type. It's benevolent conspiracy. So, you know, a supernatural force, uh, you know, 
that uh, so a conspiracy but uh welcome change it's good people who are doing something secret but it's for your benefit uh i mean i'm sure that that can exist i feel like that's definitely not the norm um so okay with all this in mind uh what do you what do you want to make uh well one thing that i don't want to do like right off the bat I know we normally try to aim for something that ostensibly makes the world a better place. And as much as I love that shit, uh, I do not think we should attempt to come up with a conspiracy theory that despite being false, believing it somehow manipulates people into being better. Like, I don't think we should try for that shit. Okay, you think that regardless of how we feel about any particular uh, uh, topic, generally speaking, the tone of a conspiracy theory is one that's more sort of grim and somber and you sort of want to... And I don't think we can use it to manipulate people. Like, I don't think... I don't want to come up with something that's like, oh, the reptilians are super bad, you guys, but if you properly sort your recycling, you'll be really sticking it to them. Like, no, because that's that's not going to... Actually, come to think of it, conspiracy theories very rarely give you any sort of positive call to action. Like, I've heard people allege all manner of, like, negative conspiracy theories as, oh, there's chemtrails in the air, uh, there's this going on, there's that going on. Even the ones that I mentioned just now, like, oh, tires are a conspiracy, I didn't provide any sort of positive call to action like therefore we should all be making wooden wheels in our garages it's like no like most conspiracy theories don't give you any sort of solution they just let you pretend that the world is much much worse but at least it's focused around you and you're in the secret club because you know things but you are in no way equipped to do anything hmm which is just as well, because when you do think that you need to do something, you show up at Comet Pizza with a gun. Yeah, that's another thing about this. I know that we are sort of speaking to uh, something that can be super duper negative and elephant in the room, mm-hmm. um, you know. Intersection with mental health issues. That's one thing. Uh, but also even, you know... Uh, frequently overlapping with that, but not necessarily. Uh, you can hold a really offensively insensitive conspiracy theory, uh, you know, as truth. Like, say, Holocaust denying. And, like, the millions mm-hmm. of people that that, you know, uh, deeply affected or traumatized or et cetera, well, any et cetera. sufficiently large conspiracy, be it, like, faking the moon landing or the world being flat would require the participation of thousands, if not millions of people who are lying to you for some reason. So, I mean, most conspiracy theories involve supposing that a large number of people are being bad and lying to you. It requires you to believe the worst of your fellow human beings. Now, what what else is kind of interesting is that I feel like we can adjust what that actually is too. like Mm. we when we first heard about climate change i'm sure it seemed like a conspiracy theory 
and it took a while for the actual mountains of evidence to start piling up and actually show that, oh, no, we are quite fucked. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if it comes out tomorrow, like, the CIA declassifies that, oh, yeah, actually, the JFK so-called assassination, it was actually a suicide, and here's the proof, like, I think, like, everyone's gonna go, oh, those conspiracies weren't so whacked out after all. Right. And then, like, it's only a conspiracy if most people don't believe it. As soon as most people turn around and accept the idea, then all of a sudden, it's no longer a theory. Hmm. I... I have to wonder how we can be... I mean, I guess we can't really be constructive with a new conspiracy theory, because... Regardless of, you know, uh, unless we just go a straight comedy angle, which we can. uh, We certainly can. We are going to assert that, uh, you know, the majority of people are lying to you about this thing. And... Okay, you know what? You know what, Luke? What? I'm gonna give us... I'm gonna give us a jumping off point. I'm not saying we have to stay here. Right. But I am going to give us... A jumping off point. Are you ready? Do you trust me? Take my hand, Luke. Okay, sure. Got your hand. Here it is. Okay. We're 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 gonna jump. I'm gonna need you to roll a D three and a D five. And then I need you to hit that you're on Wikipedia. I need you to hit that random wiki link. So, so, okay. A three, a five, and then a random. Here we go. Yes. So three, five, and then hit the random wiki link. Yes. Okay, so I got a two out of three, which makes that the systemic conspiracy. Okay, it's a systemic conspiracy. It's something that is going on all around us. Yep, or or, or some people group or, or what have you. The government, most yeah. likely. Yeah. And number three makes that the enemy above. Perfect. The powerful people n- manipulating... Events for their own game. Okay, okay. Powerful people that are manipulating things all around us, like all the stop signs have secret cameras in them or something. And now, Luke, random wiki. Oh, Jesus. All right, chaos. Here, here goes. You're gonna, you're gonna set the course for the next half hour and change. Here we go. It's gonna be so good. Um, it's about the British, the British actress, Laura Pitt Pulford. Laura Pulford. Huh. Okay. Uh, who is this? I'm hoping to God she's still alive. Uh, it's all just like regular theater. Couple of guest roles on TV dramas. Uh, most, mostly she's known for musical theater. Okay. A British okay. musical theater actress. Uh, do we hit random article again? Okay. Uh, I I think we can like spitball around with this for like five minutes or so. Laura, is there Pitt any Pulford. chance whatsoever that she's been anything? I would. Oh recommend? my god. Oh my god. This is too perfect. And I quote: In 2015, she played Millie in Regent Park's open air theater production of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Stay with me here. Okay. She she received great acclaim for her performance with a review from Claire 
all free in the Daily Telegraph commenting in a marvelous performance, Laura Pitt Pulford's sparky, indomitable Millie holds all the power here. (laughs) That is a choice quote. Okay, so here's my conspiracy. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so we all know that culture and pop culture is having an ever more powerful hold on people's minds and on society as we know it. Mm-hmm. So Laura Pitt Pulford with her indomitable charisma holding all the power, she is actually the first in a series of super soldiers. Not super soldiers designed to win physical wars, but super soldiers engineered to win culture wars. She is genetically, cybernetically augmented to be something more than human in order to be an entertainment mega weapon. Okay, so you think that she is, like, been secretly... Not just her, she's the first in a long line. But let's be clear, she's like the Captain America, but they didn't lose the serum. More are coming. There's going to be generation upon generation of ultra actors that will cement... She She's British, she said, yes? Yes. She That will cement the UK's dominance over the cultural landscape. They're gonna, like compete with hollywood they're like oh you think la is gonna make all the movies no we got like centuries of tradition shakespeare was one of us we are going to reclaim pop culture that is how we will win the culture wars that's how we're gonna bounce back from all this brexit bullshit we Mm. are going to engineer the perfect celebrities Okay. And they're going to be integrating them into the royal family. Like this Megan McArdle, whatever the fuck her name is, who just Merkel? got married in. Yeah, no. She's she's too pretty. She's too perfect. She's very I'm telling pretty. you, man. You think that's what a regular human face looks like? No. No, she's engineered. Okay, so the UK is is the one pulling the strings on making this happen because they want That's why everyone pays attention to the royal weddings all the time. Oh. They don't affect us. I don't personally give a shit, but everybody's got to you know, pay attention to this bullshit because we can't not. They're too perfect. They're too charismatic. We can't look away. They're they're just too good. And like up sheeple. <laughs> so the British invasion uh, yeah. that was like the Beatles were maybe like Mark one. They were like trying to trying to get everything together in in a musical form, but yeah, yeah, and they're constantly like trying this again. They're going through iteration after iteration. They, yeah. they they had like one direction. That's why they keep recycling out Doctors Who. Okay, it's yes. not because actors are giving up the role. No, it's because they're trying to find the perfect celebrity. Mm. And you feel like the charisma is sort of uh, moving towards women and that we are more attracted to uh, the women super actors because, I mean, that would hold true for uh, for the new royal princess or whoever she is. 
And, and also, also the doctor. The doctor. Switching genders. Hello. Yep. yep. Huh. Okay. Um. So Britain, huh? Britain, they're they're coming back. They are they are trying to reassert dominance over the English speaking culture, over like Western culture, over the culture of the world. Like in the world today, elections are won or lost by a fleeting glimpse, by by a well turned phrase. Like you remember Howard Dean? Yep. How he was maybe going to be president, and yep. then he had one scream that was mic'd weird, and yep. all of a sudden, like, no more. That's every election. That's every politician. That's yep. power in the world today. You have to be perfect, you know, TV camera ready at all times. That is what power is. That's how you get power. Yep. Hoy. <sighs> so, are we screwed as non-Brits? Like, well, no, no. I mean, we're we're part of the Commonwealth here in Canada, so we get a little splash over. But also, you think Britain is the only country doing this shit? You mm. think the U.S. doesn't have a similar program? You think China and Russia and, like, fucking Belgium don't have their own super charismatic actor programs? Okay, so, uh... Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> so... The criticism saying that it's fun. The criticism of like, oh, we're we're too busy uh, keeping up with the latest trends and watching celebrities. Uh, that, that so we're not focusing on real issues and really important, uh, you know, problems in the world. It's like par- partially not our fault because they're hypnotizing us. We can't help it. They are engineered to be more charismatic by fucking leaps and bounds than anything that you or I with our merely human bodies and brains can deal with. Like you just be out there, you know, by yourself, like enjoying crisps. And then all of a sudden one of these super actors walks up to you and says, hello there. And you would not be able to look away. You would be like, oh my, oh goodness, I don't even know who you are, but I want to get your autograph. Like, yeah. Yes, uh, I'm being pursued by assassins. Could you step in front of me for a moment? Oh, oh anything. Of course. Sure. I... Yeah, and of then course. that's it. Use... And then, like, that's, that's how powerful it is. Use me as a shield. That's, uh, yeah, no, that's absolutely. exactly what uh, I want right now. Any, anything for you. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. That's a, that's a, so so basically in like a D&D terms they found a way to get like higher than a 20 on a base roll for charisma yeah. only and it's only uh it's currently like the Brits are leading the uh the charge. Yeah, and... no America was focused mainly on the super soldier thing cuz quite frankly that's kind of their mindset. So they're making their captains America and so forth. Whereas Britain, they were like, you know what? Our main guy, James Bond. What's his superpower? Is it strength? Eh, not really. No, it's his charisma. He can fuck his way into or out of anything. So that's what they're going for. Is they're like, we are going to engineer the perfect super soldier, but his high stat is not going to be strength. It's not going to be dex. It's not even going to be con. No, it's charisma. So, uh... I want to go on further with the with the quote on Laura Pitt Pulford here. Oh, please. Uh, to round this out, and uh, I'll get your take on what you think this could mean. Okay. Um, 
We need to study the enemy. Mark Shenton of The Stage stated that Pit Pulford 2 is a radiant, ravishing Millie combining brassy toughness with vulnerability. Hmm. A little more of a puzzle, that one. She has brassy toughness, but vulnerability. Yeah, so A vulnerability that could be exploited. She appears sensitive, but is also well tanned, has a nice brassy finish on her skin. Okay, well, that makes sense to the vulnerability thing, right? Like, charisma is very often the art of being able to understand and mimic, if not necessarily share, emotion, right? Actors, necessarily, they need to know about human emotion. So I would say probably the vulnerability of these super actors is if you can get to them emotionally, you can fuck them up. Like, they'll shrug off pain in like the the their quest they will think nothing of making you step in front of them to take a bullet but if you can find some way to tug at their heartstrings they are more susceptible to that kind of psyop hmm so that's why the the program hasn't you know allowed any one country to take over the world yet is because these super actors yes they are incredibly powerful but they cannot fully be trusted or controlled because they're constantly, like, swooning and falling in love with each other and, like, being brokenhearted over shit. And it's like, no, I I created you to be charismatic, not to feel emotions. Stop it. But I can't. It's so dramatic. Oh, I... Uh... I think, uh... I think I might want a drink to uh, come I, to terms with this. I, I, to come to terms with the truth we have uncovered. Yes. Okay. So, uh, well, what do you what do you like to drink? Uh, well, I want some plain old water. I think from the tap with the fluoride in it. No, no, no. We got a we got a water cooler over there. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I wish I had a social networking app of some sort. Is, is that are, are we doing the? Are we doing yeah, number three? Yeah, the, the, well, I'm already in the ad. I okay, don't know sorry, what sorry, you're sorry. doing. Um, uh, sure. Yeah, I I could see that need. What should I do? I mean, Twitter sucks. Facebook sucks. Hmm. Have you tried having a fucking conversation with I human did. beings? It sucked. Okay, then there's no hope. Shit. Well, well, hope. Hang on. There's an idea. If I remove the silent E from the end and double up the O. Double up the O's. You know what I get that's better than hope? Hopo. No. Close. Oh, hope. It's, it's hoop. A I hopo. can download this app, Hoop, and I can use it to connect to all my friends. Okay. Where are they? Uh, they're... Like elsewhere, but I would I get them to download Hoop as well to their phones that they have, and I go up to them and I sync my phone with their phone so our hoops link up, 
You know, it's like that magic trick where the mag magician has multiple hoops and then he was like, pucha, and then they're linked together and you're like, how'd he do that? I'll tell you how he did that with Hoop, the app that you put on your phone. Do and you, my wait. hoop connects to your hoop, connects to his hoop, connects to her hoop, Don't. connects to their hoop, and then all of our hoops are hooped and then we share it's with just, each other and it's social networking and it's good. Is that a chain? You made a, a chain out of the hoops? Well, yes, but that's not the branding. The branding is hoop. You know, it's a noun. Hoop chain. Hoop. No, just hoop. Hoop app chain. It's four letters. It's very good branding. Ho okay, it's hoop app chain. Take out one word. Okay, hoop app chain. Take out one word. I choose to take out the word app chain. I, <laughs> I choose to take out the word hoop. Download <laughs> app chain today. An image shared by me on Hoop. Ah. Hello, dear listeners. I am very tired and have to be up pretty early, so I can cut this one real short. Uh, we are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all H-I-G-A-I show or Hey, I've Got an Idea show, one or the other. Uh, please check us out there. Uh, next episode, we've got a very special guest. Very excited about that. Uh, Mason does stuff. I do stuff. Uh, on the side that is not this thing. I will promote those things better another time. Uh, we don't have another ad, so let's go right back into the action. Uh, send us your suggestions, pretty please, uh, via email, show at gmail.com, or via Twitter, at show. We would really like a couple more suggestions. we got a couple in the bank, but we're running out. So if you've been thinking about it, just do the thing. Just send us a suggestion for a topic that we can invent, and we might do your thing, and then you can be, you know, part of the part of the system here. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna one take Jake. This I'm not even gonna edit this. This is this is gold. All right, back to the action. Okay, Mason. Yes. Idea. Hit me. So, uh, we've got this Laura Pitt Pulford spearheading. The uh, the sort of actor super soldier conspiracy theory, sure. And the British, uh, uh, you know, having we we got that. Yes. Let's let's put a pin in that for a second. Okay. What if we did put a, a pin in it up on the cork board, and then we yeah. got some red yarn. We got a little bit of red yarn, to... and let's see if we can tie it to another one. Let's just re-roll and oh, do a fresh one. Yes. Yes. And, okay. And see what we got. Okay. So. Hit me. Uh, first, the three. Three. Is a three. Oh, perfect. So that is the super conspiracy where super multiple conspiracies. conspiracies, you know, tie together. Perfect. All right. All okay. right. Now, as for the five kinds, we have a two, which is the enemy within. So, indistinguishable from ordinary citizens lurking inside the nation. Oh, so is that yeah. like we have to keep that this version within Canada? Uh, possibly just like we'll 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 see we'll see. But I'm gonna say like similar to like oh your next door neighbor might be an actor. Mm. But I mean we'll we'll see what our random Wikipedia article is. Okay, and here it goes again. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> We've got. Osman's dream? A mythical story relating to the life of Osman I, Osman I, founder of the Ottoman Empire. 
Osman the founder of the Ottoman Empire. Oh my god. The Ottoman Empire that you thought didn't exist anymore. Oh, that's it. But little did you know, the country isn't gone. It's just distributed around the world. Your neighbor, your best friend, they could be an Ottoman Empire citizen. You have no idea. Okay. Um, I've but got, but I, please tell me more about this dream. I have no idea what the fuck. Well, okay. Let here's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a minute. Uh, I'm gonna cut this out. I'm gonna take a minute to read the synopsis and then come back to to you with an even shorter synopsis. Okay. All right. Go for it. So here we go. Okay. So this is gonna be trickier because I see. A lot of uh, poetic language, a lot of, like, perhaps symbology of uh, the dream specifically. And uh, I feel like maybe this was, let's just say, it randomly pointed us in the direction of the Ottoman Empire, and we'll go with that instead. What do you think? So, wait, hang on, hang on. This dude had a dream that he would have an empire. Okay. Okay. Uh, Or... More specifically, he claims he had a dream, and his description of his dream is so poetic that people are like, oh man, you had a really great dream, you must be, like, preordained to have this great empire. Mm. What if Osman I didn't have a dream, he's making that shit up, but... Him describing his dream so well that it made people think, hey, yeah, you should rule an empire for 500 years. Osman I was the first super charismatic person. So would that track with with human history? Well, maybe not just Osman the First. I mean, most great leaders throughout history have been able to turn the tide or change people's minds uh, just based on their charisma. But this run here is pretty blatant. Like, when's the last time you had someone tell you about a dream they had? Like, uh, okay. if I told you about a dream that I had... Would it be convincing enough that you would be like, oh man, you're going to rule a new empire for 500 years? It's like, <laughs> no, I like, I was naked in math class. Yeah, it, 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 it's not likely that it's a, a very grandiose, uh, you know, foretelling of You're just like, hey, hey, Luke, reign. I had the craziest dream, possibly because of indigestion. Wild stuff, man. But I had a dream that, uh, uh, you know, the the sun and the moon rose out of the palms of my hands, and I had a million swords, but then everyone bowed down to me. What do you think that dream means? You should not eat pizza before bed? Yeah, see, that, that that right there. If I was a super charismatic person like Laura Pitt-Pilford or like Osmond I, you would be, like, preparing my armies in now. Yeah, because it would just whisk me away with the, with the thought of, like, this means something you you have been chosen. Let's let's set this up. Oh, so here's the, here's the thing. All this time, we've been assuming that the British government 
is making these super charismatic people. But what if the super charismatic people have been among us this whole time? They are, in fact, a subspecies to human beings. And, like, they are going through their own breeding program trying to get the purest strain of their own DNA. And meanwhile, they have been altering the course of human history because every time they manage to get the most pure strain, every time their breeding program produces the perfect, most charismatic person, they're able to ignite passions, to start religions, to forge empires. So it's sort of a use with caution because every time they they pull the lever on this thing, it's going to start something. And here's the thing, they are beginning, because they've got modern technology, because they've got modern genetics and shit, they are beginning to get more and more powerful. Like, the average celebrity today has the charisma of Osman I, but... Because there's so many of them, we're in like an arms race. People are being pulled to and fro. Any Mm. one of these celebrities, like Morgan Freeman alone, you get Morgan Freeman and you put him in like 5th century BC, he would be an emperor by the end of the year. Uh, But like because we've got so many celebrities today, all of their charisma is just opposing each other constantly. Right, so the the charismatic type has just been distilled further and further down until now it's just super, yeah, like it, as it is... As potent as any weapon, like in much the same way that you could take a machine gun, a single machine gun, back to ancient Babylon and rule like a god within a year. Same thing, the power of charisma has gotten so concentrated that any one of these people, you send them back to ancient Babylon and they could rule like a god. But it's just like we're so used to that level of power now that we we need it. Okay, so as with every good super conspiracy, we need to not just tie these together a little bit. We need to actually, like, fully explain why this isn't common knowledge. Like, is the government covering this up? Okay, you know what? I'm going to bring up a conspiracy, uh, another one that I have had for a while. Okay. Abs. Uh, uh, like abdominal muscles big lumpy abdominal muscles luke yes you know you know the thing about abs uh i know a couple of things about abs go on why would mammals have that they serve no purpose and yet we've been conditioned to think that that's normal we've been conditioned to find that sexually attractive but those people luke they aren't even human. Oh. Okay. Anybody with abs isn't human? If you see somebody with lumpy abs, they're a fucking replicant, Luke. Uh-oh. Is is that, what you, is that what you think? Why else would they be there? Like, okay, okay, you but see this, a gorilla. Gorillas don't have abs, Luke. Gorillas don't have abs. Yeah, it, because... Okay. Ugh, this is <laughs> this is frustrating to me because there's there's reasons for that. Like, you know, 
super strong bodybuilder types that are built for strength and fighting and stuff like that that might have comparable strength to a gorilla, they will also have a lot of body fat because that's what their body needs to to work. Yeah, that's whereas, what mammals look like. Yeah, whereas if you have been uh, exercising a lot and been keeping your diet in check and you've been, you know, working your core a whole bunch by wanting to lift your legs up to your, uh, above your head over and over again, uh, and you also have a diet that lets your body fat go down low enough, then that's what's going to happen. Your abs are going to pop out. No. What do you mean, no? (laughs) No. No, you get skinny. You could get, like, really flat and hard, but those lumps... That's not muscle. Those are egg sacs. Oh, okay, so are you suggesting that... Wait, did you say egg sacs? <laughs> uh, I might have said egg sacs. That's one theory I'm working with. They could okay, also you... be like special pheromone pouches. Do you think that Laura Pitt Pulford has abs? I think that most super charismatic people do have abs, yes. Do you think that Osman has abs? Osman, back in the day, abs. Okay. Okay, that was a whole new exciting branch of this. Um, I I gotta tell you, I think we could fit one more in here. <laughs> you want to re-roll again? Yeah, I think I do. I oh think one more, yes. one more thread. You you've now like circled the thread around to your own ab point. Okay. Uh, I think we can. I think we can go again. We Let's... got a lot of stuff on this cork board. Hit me with one more data point, Luke. One more unassailable fact. Give me a D three, a D five, and a random wiki article. Do it. Okay. So the D three says we're going back to uh, systemic. Okay. Okay. D five says, oh, uh, that's number two again. So this is going to be, uh, where is it now? Eh, eh, eh. I gotta find it. The enemy beside us. The uh, enemy within again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the random articles. This is another systemic conspiracy about the enemy from within. Random article says... If it's abdominal muscles, I'm going to scream. It's not. uh, It's an independent Chinese film. Oh. Uh, it's called Taking Father Home. Taking Father Home. From Where is home and who is father? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I want to try and get you a synopsis of the movie, but the, uh, the wiki is so short. doesn't have one, but there is an IMDb. Okay, here we go. A 17-year-old boy from a village in the Sichuan province leaves for the big city looking for his father, go figure, who left six years before and has not been heard of since. The fact that his mother still receives money, his father does nothing to does nothing to tame his anger. What? The fact Okay, that so his... his father left six years ago. Oh, okay. He's sending money home so the guy knows, okay, you're still alive and you still think about me, you still write checks, but no, I gotta go find you. You're the absentee father. I want to bring you home. Okay. Okay. The way there's another line at the end of this synopsis which is very relevant. Uh oh boy. I I am excited for you to tie all these threads together. 
totally lost. <laughs> he he roams the big city with a basket of ducks on his back. Um. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. He's from Sichuan province. Yes. When you think Sichuan, you think chili, spicy food. Yeah. You he's got ducks. Yeah. Spicy spicy ducks. Spicy ducks. And he is searching for the father who abandoned him, who still provides for him, but abandoned him. Yes. And this is a film, so presumably it is being made by charismatic people. And maybe they have a dawning realization, perhaps not even on a conscious level yet, but they have a dawning realization that, hey, you know what? We're, we've evolved to the level of being a subspecies of human, but humans are still like the main population of the planet. They're still the ones, I mean, we're trying to control them. We're trying to own society and control politics. But at the end of the day, we still need them. They're the breadbasket. We want to bring them in on this. We want to have them understand their place in our creation. That we we don't want to rule over them. We just want to be to love and to be loved. And you know what will bring us together? Spicy duck. Um, this film, Luke, is the super charismatic people's attempt to reach out to us muggles to fucking say, hey, you're our, our progenitors and we don't want to be the one world government that controls all your shit anymore. We just want to, like, chill and have spicy duck with you. So so these ducks, they're not the new species. They are the food Unless the ducks are serving spicy human. Uh, you see, what I was thinking was okay. perhaps the abs tied in because they were duck eggs. The ducks are implanting their eggs in people's abdomens? And, and this is a, a metaphor. Like, this film was made by these super actor soldiers. Yeah, huh so that they could show that they're going to grow ducks and carry them around on their backs yeah like you know raise them in your front yeah uh-huh. keep once they've hatched keep them on your back yeah uh-huh. lead them to take over a duck uprising what do you th- oh. what do you th- okay. think? Okay, so well, I mean, th- th- this is actor, this is art, this is this is like, art, film right. speak. So we can't let any of this be too literal. All of this is like they're they can only communicate in metaphor by this point. They're all okay. Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra or whatever the fuck constantly. Like they can only communicate through allegory. So they're trying to give us these these metaphors to communicate what they want. And 
what they want is like maybe we are the ducks and they're carrying us or they're the ducks and we're carrying them and either way we are searching for our father who is society or possibly god and and like we just try to we're just trying to belong luke okay and also uh... spicy food so are is it problematic that when I think of this particular region of China, the o- the only touchstone I have is a particular kind of food? I don't think it's more problematic than not having a touchstone, which yeah, like, is I'm more admit, likely if, if had, for the rest of the world. Yeah, if you had mentioned any other province of China, I would not have known what the fuck. Well, so. but even, like, most of the world, like... Tell me one thing you know definitively about Somalia that... About Somalia? That is not the case on, you know, from its, uh, from another country just beside it. Like, definitively Somalian, name me one thing. Uh, is Kanan from Somalia? I'm not sure who Kanan is. Or what Kanan is. K-apostrophe-N-A-A-N, I think. He's a musical artist. I could be wrong. You are correct! No, nailed it! Yes! Tim, that he is a Canadian Somali poet. Uh Uh-huh. Actually, you want to know why I know that? Why? I mean, he did have, like, one song, I think, with Pharrell. But... The reason why I know who he is at all is one time years and years ago when a music store was closing down, they had like crazy deals on, you know, discount bin. And I happened to pick up one of his CDs for like a couple of bucks. Hmm. Okay. That would explain that touchstone. Uh, You beat me this time, sir. Yeah, you're darn right. So this Somali guy makes music and it's good. You should listen to it. That's the lesson, ladies and gents. That's the moral cool. of the story. Whether you're a regular human or whether you have abs, you should listen to this guy. Well, all right then. Uh, I think we need a verdict regarding this conspiracy theory. I think... Are we on to something? <laughs> okay, that's that works. Is that is that as good as that will get? Sure. Remember, All right. if your friends or neighbors have abs, they're pod people. They're pod people, and any charisma that you observe in anybody, it's just been distilled down for generation over generation. So we would love. For your verdict, if this is a credible theory or not. Huh? Huh? Charismatic people. Follow the red yarn that we have up and see whether or not you get where you're going. We are taking suggestions still for uh, ideas, topics Mm -hmm. for us to invent upon. Okay, so uh, we do need... We do need something. Something. for, uh, For next week, Luke. Oh, that's true. Right, okay, so I've actually got a suggestion from uh, listener Frank. Is he an all-beef Frank? Uh, I don't, 
I don't know. Is he a kosher Frank? I didn't get to ask that, but he has asked that we invent a new fighting game. Like boxing? I mean, we can take that two, those two words in any direction we want, but uh, I, th- I believe he's thinking more of like a Street Fighter kind of, you know. Oh, for, for digital punching and kicking. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, next, next week, we invent a fighting game. Yeah, I could get into that. All right, and until that next week, dear listeners, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>